This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Monday the 12th of February. The UK government says Israel should stop and think seriously before taking further action in Rafah in the south of Gaza. The city was hit by airstrikes overnight with Israel signalling its intention to carry out a ground offensive in the area. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has been asked about the situation there. We're deeply concerned about reports about a military operation in Rafah, given it's important to aid provision. I said what we've been calling for is an immediate pause in hostilities so we can get more aid in and hostages out and then build the conditions for a sustainable ceasefire. That remains the focus of all our diplomatic efforts. The Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says sending troops into Rafah is necessary to eliminate Hamas. Noga Tarnopolsky is a reporter in Jerusalem. I have to tell you that my impression is that um, Netanyahu, who is speaking very aggressively about a Rafah operation, a very specific military offensive, at this point daily, um, has succeeded in uh, getting the hackles of the entire world up and really concerning Israelis who don't know what the future of this offensive is. Rafa is on the border with Egypt and is used as a crossing point for aid. Ahmed Bayram is a spokesman for the Norwegian Refugee Council, which provides civilian relief in Gaza. Rafa has been the last resort in terms of options for civilians to go to, either to get aid or to get any sense of safety if that is such a thing in, in Gaza anymore. People have been pushed all the way from, from north and then ended up in Rafah. Rafah, just to put it into perspective, is probably 63 kilometers, square kilometers in size, and now is hosting 1.4 to 1.5 million people. Top Western officials have criticized former President Donald Trump after he suggested the US might not protect NATO allies who aren't spending enough on defense from a potential Russian invasion. NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg says any suggestion that allies will not defend each other undermines all of our security. And Lord Cameron, the Foreign Secretary, says this is not a sensible approach. Lord Robertson, a former Secretary-General of NATO, has told Times Radio Mr Trump's bark is usually more fierce than his bites. When he was last president, he put more money into NATO. He gave missiles to Poland and to Ukraine. Uh, and indeed he built up the armed forces of the United States. So I think we've got to treat this a bit sceptically, although in the short term it's going to be worrying because it's a signal that will be listened more carefully in the Kremlin than it actually will be uh, in the uh, United States. Marathon world record holder Kelvin Kiptum's father is calling on Kenyan authorities to launch an investigation into his son's death. The 24-year-old, regarded as a once-in-a-generation athlete, was killed in a car crash along with his coach. His father has said some strangers came looking for his son days before his death. Matt Lawton, the chief sports correspondent of The Times, 
says he had the potential to be the greatest ever in his field. Beyond the actual, you know, the obvious tragedy here of a 24-year-old athlete dying is the fact that the sport has been denied the chance to see just what this guy could do and also denied what I think would have been one of the events of Paris this summer. The Grey Seal Colony has established itself at a former Cold War weapons testing site on the Suffolk coast. More than 130 pups have been born at Orford Nest this breeding season and the seals have been returning to the site every year since 2021. Matt Wilson is countryside manager for the National Trust, Suffolk and Essex Coast Portfolio. He's told us the remote location is a factor. The only way to actually get to Orford Nest is, is through the National Trust uh, on our ferry and we can only take limited numbers of people uh, on the ferry. Uh, and we're only open for six months of the year and that's from March through to October which is quite good for the seals because the pupping season for the seals is October through to March. So actually our highest numbers will be there when the visitors are not. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.